Hey, welcome to the Mostly Skateboarding Podcast. I'm your host, Templeton Elliott, and I'm joined this week by Mike Munzneider and Jason from Frozen and Carbonite to talk about long tricks and Bobby Warris' latest sticks part for Crooked. Sticks is the latest in a very long line of Bobby Warris parts. It's strictly street and chock full of everything we like about him. Jason, how does this latest part fit into the Bobby Warris catalog? Well, yeah, I mean, Warris is... I mean, we've recited it chapter and verse on this podcast um, over and over again. He's one of our favorite skaters. I think he, we might have said he was like the best skater of the 2010s. Not sure about that. But anyway, I, I threw together a little power ranking of seven Warris video parts from like the past 10 years. By no means all inclusive because he usually has footage in just about every like DC homie video that comes out. But anyway, all right, let's get into it. Number seven, Riddles and Mathematics, that Transworld video. I think that was one of the last Transworld videos. And I mean, it's sick, but the the filming is, uh, it's like nausea inducing. So yeah, it's, it's bad. Yeah, it's, it's that really, DX guy, right? It's uh, Chris Thiessen, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe. Just for whatever reason, it was yeah, not the greatest. Really makes it hard to enjoy. Number six, that venture part that he did. That one was sick because he skated all those ledges in like Hong Kong or Taipei that are in by right next to that big like soccer stadium. It looks all cyberpunk and shit. And there's no Pulaski, of course. Number five, that luxury and loudness part that came out on Thrasher a while ago. That was his like Cali part, you know, skated the Belmont ledges and all that shit. And he actually switched backside nose one slit a handrail in that like seven years ago. Real small handrail, but still, you know, fuck. And I will put sticks right in the middle here i put it right in the middle definitely gets extra points for the ender which is crazy he did a backside switch backside nose one side and that one rail in houston is that where it is no it's somewhere in texas houston i think you're right yeah and i also like how like every time he comes out of the video part he kind of like has a new angle for pulaski like this time he skated that ledge over the grate kind of on the side where everyone sits and all right let's keep it going number three this part in LSD. Let's skate to that crooked video. Um, he did like a switch 360 flip over a Cali bench off flat, mm. which was crazy. Switch Number, inward heel too, right? Yeah, in a line. Yeah, like, yeah, that come on, dude. Number two, uh, looks okay to me. That joint party had with Yalte, skate like Republic, and definitely gets extra points for the talking head song and the Reese Forbes cameo. And Number one, I would say hometown turf killer just because it's so raw. Like he didn't really have a shoe sponsor. He was getting the stuff from Huff or whatever, but he just came out like he didn't have a shoe sponsor and he's coming out like, I'm going to fucking destroy this plaza, like fuck everything else. And yeah, I still watch that video part like every so often, you know, from time to time. Yeah, I think that's a solid ranking. I mean, definitely can't argue with those top two. And I think the rest, you know, Shuffle them, shuffle them around. Yeah, however you I mean, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, they're all, all great. There. It's like trying to rank like the top, the first six Black Sabbath albums. Like any, any way you slice it, like you can make a case either way. Like it's tough. Yeah, I, I won't quibble, but I'd almost put "Looks Okay to Me" at the top because that every time I watch it, I think I said on Twitter, you know, when the Bobby Wars uh, discourse was happening, like "Looks Okay to Me." Anytime it's linked, it's like a great. It's like Goodfellas on TBS. Oh yeah, like oh gonna watch this cool don't care what i was doing i'm I'm watching it i just you bring up that lsd stuff though that 
was it it was a line where he did switch 360 flip and then switch inward heel or yeah that's it, i think one of the maybe underrated i don't know one of the things i enjoy most about the dude skating is just like the flat ground and it's kind of basic like he's not doing uh what's that brazilian dude's name uh Ibierto. he's not doing his stuff ribeiro if you say it american way oh yeah carlos ribeiro yeah, thank you yeah i mean carlos is like frontside nollie heel switch crook 15 miles like <laughs> he's amazing but like warris just high speed switch backside nose blunt on a ledge from the middle and yeah like, i think i think he skates like how people want to skate right switch flip up the set of stairs or 360 flip up the three at pulaski like it's just the perfect amount of everything yeah it, it's kind of like a throwback to the time when if you were pro or even like good like even like on a shot game you could do like every flat trick and every ledge trick you know yeah. which he can pretty much so what stood out to you guys in this um sticks part i mean for me the thing that stuck out the most was that fakie uh i'm gonna call it a fakie over nose grind revert on the white wall i thought that was very cool and innovative oh that was a nose grind okay yeah that was chuck chuck to ledge contact i thought it was a half cab nose blunt slide all right i feel you what do you do like he was going like he was going fakey toward the ledge like facing the ledge and he did like a fakey ollie to like fakey nose grind on the other side exactly yeah to and then one, he to... then he front side 180 out yeah yeah that's crazy it's almost like some mark gonzalez shit like from the blind video, kind of, kind of that line of thinking. Yeah, or some like suchu type. Yeah, uh, yeah, a little bit of a pretzel, but he had a little more like raw power in it. I thought. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I like just the the lines at Pulaski that opened up early on in the video, where it almost seemed like he didn't know what he was gonna do. You know, he's like waving off a pedestrian. It's just kind of, it, it's like an awesome aimlessness where the guy's so good at skateboarding that it looks like it's not planned even if you know lines take a couple tries usually so it probably was planned but yeah it's just like that low key just he's in his element and he looks good doing it yeah always looks good at pulaski for sure jason what stood out to you tricks wise well yeah like i said the uh stuff over the great ledge like over on the north side where people skate like where people sit like the uh switch backside tail side kickflip that was crazy. Oh, that one thing at the ledge, that one ledge in Nashville, I think, where it was like back like that's like heel flip out. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. So yeah, I want to go on record as saying that the uh, the ledge over the grate that um, you're talking about that's a taller ledge than the main ledge, and that's like one that most people don't skate. Like the the ledge is a little sharper, harder to grind and slide, and it's taller. So Bobby gets extra points for that one. Oh, that's a legislative? No, no, I'm just saying that Pulaski, just those side oh, walls yeah, are yeah. taller. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. I don't think anyone ever really skated it. Like, maybe like Reese Forbes or something, but like those guys. I wonder I wonder if he waxed it, because it's not really skated that often. I'm sure he did. <laughs> I'm sure he, sure he he gets a pass, he's allowed to wax. Maybe he came in like in the morning or something when nobody's there and waxed it. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure if you're a local, like it, it's okay. Gotta think he's got the wax pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets the pass. I know. I know you met. You wrote it down. I think Templeton, but like small rails. I love small rails. I love. There's that one in Philly that's square. Like uh, Jake Johnson switch back, uh, switch flip back tailed it. Mm-hmm. It's like a five or six stair rail. Yeah, I think I that's a think, temple. 
something so it i don't know what it is about the small rail it, not that it's more relatable because i can't i stopped skating rails in like 2001 but uh, i think it, maybe it's just more like a ledge trick like like the long 50 50 and some of the i mean frankly dudes like ishad jamie foy like they can do such insane shit on like you know mellow triple kinks but the small rail stuff that houston rail switch backs i know like that's just perfect is yeah, that, I feel like those small rails, it's like you're not part of the arms race of like adding another stair to your back lip or whatever. It's just like that's just another obstacle that's there and you're skating it, you know, like it doesn't feel so like premeditated or whatever. Is that rail in Houston small or medium? I it think looks it's small. Mid-size, but it, it's definitely like kind of little maybe. Yeah, in the like with a fisheye up close, it looks gigantic but so does everything like in the long lens like at the very very end like it looks yeah small to medium looks like medium i mean it's got to be there's got to be something about it that would make bobby warrest fly to houston specifically to switch backside noseblunt side that rail instead of finding a rail closer closer to home to switch backside noseblunt so i I think it's probably smaller than it looks on camera not to take anything away from the trick just i don't know yeah, like it's, it. it's it's pretty iconic like it's been in videos forever i'm surprised it's not knob i think maybe Actually. was it alex papke who i think on instagram he might have had photos of them denobbing it because i oh, think he shit. shot the switch backside nose blunt so who knows but yeah i mean it's not like when it's a true baby rail you can tell yeah right yeah it seems like it's just like a good rail like it doesn't feel like cheating like i think there's I think Bobby Warris did like switch flip back tail on a baby rail in California where it's mm, like, yeah, yeah, that looks small. Yeah, that was in that uh, the luxury and loudness part. He did, I think maybe in that Transworld video here in Minneapolis at the Smith Triangle handrail, he did a back tail backside flip out. It's like this, it's a six or seven stair and it's not, it's not the biggest rail by any means. It's not baby. It's kind of mellow and it's square, like rectangular aluminum. And uh, yeah, that's like one of the best tricks that's ever happened on it. Underrated yeah. handrail skater. Yeah, that right foot forward part is so sick, like with the song and everything. Like I'll watch it every so often too. Like I would have put it in the power ranking, but I think it was in like 2008, 2009. Mm. Oh, that's, that's that's where he does that one? Yeah, I think that's one of his best parts, dude. It's weird. I look, uh, you know, you look him up, you think he's closer to 40 because he's been around for so long, but he's only 35. And yet he has put out just a grip load of footage, two decades worth. Yeah, it's impressive. I, I went to skate video site and counted up all his appearances and it was like over 15, close to 20, I think. So that that's an impressive career, you know. And like Jason was saying, like lots of appearances in local videos, which you got to love that supporting the scene like that. Are we talking like he's in the montage getting, you know, getting like a solid ledge clip or something? Yeah, most most of the time. Like most of those DC, pretty much any DC video that comes out will have like a little line or something. That's right. Yeah, maybe like a line and a single. When did Crooked Chronicles come out? That was in like 2006 or something? 2006, yeah. So 16 years ago. And he was around a little bit before that. And uh, real quick about the music, I was a little disappointed that he didn't skate to sticks. Yeah, I was wondering where the where the name came from. The river? Is there a Styx River? That's uh, like Greek mythology shit. Oh. It's in the underworld. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that would be. 
Bobby doesn't and, strike me as a Greek mythology kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, we're not. I mean, that that lane's filled probably by a different skater. But um, <laughs> did Chris and, Cole skate to sticks? Yes. Yeah, he that skated to that part. Renegade. He skated right? to Renegade. That, part, that part's a bang, dude. That like early two thousands, early mid two thousands. Chris Cole zero video parts. I was working at the shop at the time. I just put that on anytime I just needed like some, some juice. Shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I needed some juice, it was like, all right. That part, man, that part, like, I don't even like like that genre of game, but like that part goes hard as fuck, dude. With the, like the beginning, it's all in like slow motion. Oh, and my it kicks my. in. Yeah, like it's so He's over so good. So over <laughs> Which the video top. is that? Dying to Live, maybe? Yeah, it's Dying, yeah, it's dying to Live. <laughs> Which is <laughs> a did that. That's great. That's Dying. all. That's all, Jamie Thomas. I think so. Shout out him for editing that. Dying, that was at the height of Zero's powers. Yeah. Dying, Dying to live. <laughs> yeah. What a name. <laughs> it's better than like. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's better than any one-off part. Probably better. It's a better name than any one-off part has on the Thrasher video at this very or on the Thrasher site at this very moment. Good. Grief. <laughs> Dying to live. Yeah, naming your video parts got to be tough. It's just all so silly, you know. Absolutely thankless and ultimately kind of pointless, but got to do it. Right. Yeah, because it's always just like, oh, it's the new Bobby Wars Thrasher part. Sticks. Sticks. And it's probably some like Gon's inside joke or something. Right. Well, what do we think of the VX uh, on this one? I'm a known VX uh, hater, I guess we'll say. Uh, Jason, you're a little more open to it. You own a tube TV. Did you, yeah. did you export to the tube on this one? No, I should do that. I should like I would have to like download it, rip it to a CDR or a C- CDR or a, <laughs> what's a CDR or like a, a DVDR? DVD? Yeah, and then like play it off my DVD player. I guess I could. No, I just, I just watch it on my computer like a uh, like a regular person. But I don't know. I like the vignette. Like the vignette was kind of there for a little bit, then it wasn't there. I like I like that just for the nostalgia purposes, I guess. Whoever made the video, um, sorry, I didn't look up at the credits before having this take, but at least the guy, the camera guy, like knows how to use the camera to get the settings right to make it look as good as it could. I hadn't really even thought that hard, like, oh, this is a VX part. Because sometimes these fools don't know what they're doing with that camera, and it looks as I'm sure you might even think this part looks Templeton, kind of like hot guy. I thought that this, for a VX part, like... It looked pretty good. Like there's a few like long lens shots where it's like very clearly defined lines. You can like make out all the details. But in general, I'm like not a fan of the VX. And I, I felt like the color on this was pretty uh, heavy handed in the yellow department, like yellow, orange, like everything kind of golden hour. And maybe that was just like to give it a unified look. But is I kind of like that. It felt a bit much to me. Someone on Twitter, like the Twitter discourse was pretty funny. Like, I don't know who posted it first, but they said like, it looked like sepia tone, like kind of like in one of those shows, like Narcos or whatever, went just to indicate that it's in Mexico. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I forgot. Shout out whoever tweeted that first, but that random, random aside. And I know we talked about it last week and I don't think it came up, but was that um, shrimp blunt video? Was that exported just horribly? And all the footage looked jacked, or was that just me? I don't know. I actually watched Shrimp Blunt after listening to last week's podcast, 
And I kind of had that in my mind, but I kind of forgot about it. Like I, I didn't think that it looked super bad. I mean, it just looked kind of like there wasn't a lot of care put into creating a cohesive look or like color correcting. It was just like throw the tricks on the timeline on a, on a music track and right. send it on to YouTube. It just felt like it was like, you know, high def and the frames per second. This is of course me cribbing from like smart video people on Twitter. Um, it just looked like it was not correct. It looked like it was sped up in places. You were saying though, Jason. Oh yeah. I mean, some of it looks different, like different uh, resolution or different aspect ratio, but I mean, big picture, like I don't really care. It's like a free video, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think I just like, wanted to more make sure I wasn't going crazy, like altered viewing. Though I suppose altered viewing is kind of the point of that video. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, one more thing. You, y'all think Bobby will ever get Sodi or be in the Sodi race? Or does it even matter? I don't think he's a Sodi racer. Like, I, I think that he's a, a fine wine kind of skater, like just gets better yeah, yeah, with yeah. age. But I, I don't think he's, I don't think he goes for it like that. And maybe. Maybe he's going to prove me wrong. You know, this is like, could be the opening uh, salvo in in an attack on the Sodi race. So I guess we'll see how the rest of the year turns out. But I I don't think that Warist is a a hell rider on on the Sodi race. Yeah, I was was thinking about, and I think, you know, maybe if if he comes out with like another or a couple more like event type video parts towards like fourth quarter or whatever, maybe... The angle will be like a type of like, you know, Anthony Van England, like career achievement kind of thing, you know, but it kind of doesn't matter because either way, he's going to go down as one of the best street skaters ever, I think. Yeah. 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 I, I don't think it matters. I, I doubt that he even cares. I mean, we'll know something is afoot if he ends up at that like Quito Ecuador skate park that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Something's up. But uh, yeah, I. I feel like he had a couple of years ago, he had a year where he came out with like four or five video parts. I think it included that home tur- uh, geez, hometown turf killer part, mm-hmm. if I'm remembering correctly. And that might have been his high watermark in terms of like juice. But I mean, the dude's still obviously able to do so much good stuff. So I just I, I think I agree with you, Templeton. He's not. At, at this stage in the career, it, it, it might happen by happenstance, but he's not going to like have the calculated effort that we've oh, seen no. uh, more recently from other dudes. He could do it though, you know. Find a couple of kinked rails, you know, could make it happen. It would actually be fascinating to see the guy like want to, you know, just fuck it, going for Sodi. That would be sick to just see see Bobby just go for it and yeah, try as hard as Suchu did for two years. You're naming names, man. On Tuesday, I shared a clip of Australia's Jared Agnew doing an extremely long backtail. I was impressed, dare I say, hyped on it. Others said it was too dang long, and that got us thinking about long tricks. Mike, when does a long trick become too long? That is a very good question because I think it's absolutely 100% subjective. When it works, it works. I was initially psyched on the back tail. I retweeted you, buddy. So uh, one of like your 50 retweets. You, you kind of went viral with that, with that tweet. But um, then people were talking about it like, that was too long. And I was kind of like, oh, shoot, kind of was too long. It, it's just this, yeah, incredibly subjective, know it when you see it type thing. I think like ledge tricks get a lot more leeway than a manual does. 
super long manuals though probably having a renaissance on in the instagram explorer page age yeah i think i think i i you know when i started thinking about this like the things that work are speed so i think of brian wenning's backside nose grind at love long lens off the three stair ledge where he goes straight on and it's like a I don't know, 20, 25 foot long backside nose grind, but he's hauling ass. Mm -hmm. That's always going to be cool. Like Nick Stain can just nose slide an entire ledge. That's always going to be cool. And then Tori Pudwill, whatever his like kilometer long backside tail slide. I'm not sure. Tiago, usually pretty cool. I'm not going to, I'm not going to name everybody before throwing up to one of y'all, but yeah, it's a case by case basis. Listen, um, this is America, right? Like we've got to be the best at everything. You got to like Ollie the highest, 50, 50 the longest rails. And, you know, I think like if you're going to do something, you got to be the best. So I say go for it. Like do the longest backside tail slide you can do the longest nose slide you can. Like when I was like back in like 1993 or whatever, like the, our favorite thing to do like go to the curb and just like haul ass as fast as you can do like the longest slappy nose side you possibly can for like 20 feet or whatever still very into that oh yeah, yeah. it's still fun as shit so yeah i mean it's all fun i think for but um the interesting thing about that brian wenning nose guy was he's hauling ass as long as shit and he doesn't even move or snow plow at all no you know what i mean like like the back truck doesn't even, like his nose doesn't even move like a centimeter it's like yeah that that's one of the sickest backside drives of all time but yeah sometimes people like snow plow backside nose grind or whatever that's kind of corny people like wax the shit out of a ledge and do like a 30 foot backside lip slide to like 270 shove it out that's kind of corny but yeah i watched that one tory pubble nose slide like 20 times back tail yo yeah yeah back test yeah back tail and you're preparing for that this podcast and the funny part is he um did a super long backside tail slide at the same spot in that video, dudes, 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 that DVS mm -hmm. video at the same spot. But the next time he did it like 20 feet longer, which is crazy. Oh, I was going to say, it's weird to even like somewhat bag on that. Cause uh, yeah, he did, he did like a 20 foot back tail. Then he did a 40 foot back tail. <laughs> yeah. Like, it is insane. I mean, backside tail slides, probably a top three trick in all skateboarding tricks. And it's also not easy to do more than I, I. I think I'm good for a two foot backside tail slide any given day. So that ain't bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, my back tails are either it's either like a back tail stall to regular or like a backside 180 where my tail hit the ledge, like yeah. kind of in slow mo. So sliding at any distance is impressive to me. And like Tori Pudwell going over like three flat gaps for 40 feet like that's insane but i i think with long long slides there's kind of diminishing returns where like somebody like tory pudwell he's like known for doing a long backside tail slide so it's like he's kind of one-upping himself in every video part and it's like you know he hops into that back tail and you're like okay here's the long back tail how yeah. how long is he gonna go whereas i think like with this jared agnew one it's like I'd never heard of this guy. He's just some random dude in Australia doing this fucking crazy long back tail with a big drop at the end. I was psyched on it, but I could definitely see, you know, if next week or like next month or whatever, Jared Agnew comes out with another long ass backside tail side, I'll just be like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. 
Like it just wouldn't have the impact. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, you're the the long ass backside tail side guy. Yeah. I mean, so you could say Tyler really Bledsoe is a long backside tail side guy, but I think um, he takes it. He puts a little something extra on it on each one. Well, it's super raw to do. Yeah. Uh, probably in T Blood's case, like a twenty foot back tail and backside flip out. Like, oh yeah, that one in minefield. Maybe it was the Transworld video he had a part in. It was one of the. Are you thinking about the one where it's like in a schoolyard and there's a bench in the middle of like a dirt area? Oh, that was that was not like the bench isn't that long. Weird story. Not for the back tail backside flip out, but for the back tail ollie out to straight. I was there. Oh, crazy! No shit. That spot is fucking gnarly. Like, um, I mean, yeah, he did the back. He did the back tail ollie out. And it's like four feet in, four feet out on a man-sized bench. That dude, I mean, the, so then, yeah, apply that to the tail side kickflip. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. The, the one that I think of is he, he did a back tail at um, this spot here in Portland called Lincoln. That's, uh, you'll know at the red and white ledges. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a curve. He, like, did this curve where it's, like, probably, like, 10 feet of straight and then a curve and then another 10 feet of straight, like, Make it makes a U, so like, and then the the curved part is maybe like twelve to fifteen feet. So it's like incredibly long back tail with the curve in the middle, and there's a gap. Just that's my like Bledsoe long back tail that I think of. Oh yeah, I remember that well. What, what video was that in Minefield or like cinematographer project or? I don't know. I think it was just on the web, like yeah, maybe probably. in like a Huff edit or something. But yeah, like you're right. You do kind of get diminishing returns. Like there's that one Tiago switchback tail in that one DC video that's like 20 or 30 feet long. If on he did another ledge. one, what's that? On that white ledge? I think like over, yeah. over grass. Yeah. yeah, it's like over grass. And like if he did another one, I'd be like, okay, you know. So yeah, if, with each like really long trick, like I think, yeah, I think you only get one, one shot. I think, I think the perfect length or like the damn, oh shit type of like the way to really surprise on a trick is just to carry it out like one or two beats longer than expected. You know, there's like the standard length, but then, you know, you hold it one second, two second longer. Like that usually has more impact, especially if you're going fast than like the marathon back tail or whatever. Yeah, a, a good example of that would be that one uh, Kevin Bradley backside tail side in Germany, like Stuttgart or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking about, and it's crazy. It's because like he kind of holds it. You can tell he's kind of like struggling a little bit to hold on to it, and then he like pops out perfect. Like that shit was crazy. He was hauling ass so so fast. Yeah, I like it when there's a little bit of struggle, a little bit of like, oh, he's gonna pop out now, or like, oh, he's not gonna make it, and then like they hold on to it and pop out later. You know, like that's exciting. And I think that's that's kind of why I hate long manuals. It's just like the opposite of exciting. It's so boring just like okay like i know that you can hold this manual endlessly so like i'm just not impressed like just get on with it you know and then usually after a long manual it's like oh then you just rode off the curb like that's the payoff (laughs) (laughs) manuals are a fucking minefield man um yeah wholly agree on the long manual just it's super fun you know if you can find a good city block to manual yourself do it 
you don't need to videotape it or post it or anything. <laughs> no. Though, though, I mean, I think I, I mentioned it already. Like, the long manual is like Instagram fodder, just whatever. But um, that's insane to me. It's such skippable content, you know, for the ADD age. Like, I'm not going to hey stick man. around and see how you, how this ends. As like as like the throwaway throw off, like I feel like Dane. There's a there's a Dane Vaughn, Brian Herman nexus where it's like we're gonna kickflip nose wheelie in L.A. block, mm-hmm. and it's kind of it's kind of beautiful. I, I I think it's because it's in that throwaway kind of medium on Instagram that you can get away with it. Yeah, that makes sense because I I could see like a a long like city block manual being like your credit sequence, you know, kind of like uh, Welcome to Hell, Jamie Thomas's long 50-50. Yeah. That, like, it's like, it's like a joke. Credits. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not in the video part. It's in Instagram. In Instagram. I'll tell you what, the, the, one, the one place where uh, like long manuals are kind of cool is like if someone does one like across the main ledge at Pulaski, like Wade or whatever. Mm-hmm. I disagree. Whoa. Oh. Yeah, like if, if I see you manualing like you, you start on one side, I'm out. <laughs> I'm like, dude, no, thank you. Yeah, I'm a, I've, I've become like a manual skeptic. Like they're, they're, they're cool. There's super good ones that are on the longer side. Like I think it's in the um, Dan Wolf closure video, Huff, Ollie's an alley gap and then manuals down a hill in San Francisco and he like head checks for traffic and then pops off the curb. That's good. Yeah, I, I think that's, the one exception because it's like hauling ass it's a little dangerous you know and it's it's like from an earlier age when like you know that was maybe a little harder yeah i'm just i I mean this isn't even about long things generally but like arbitrary ass manuals not down for those i i don't even feel like naming names but you know like there's there's certain guys who will ollie ollie a bump to bar and then like nose wheelie out like, okay, cool. Yes, you can do that, but it's not creative depending on the spot. It's just, it's just like, I'm going to do this weird combination of tricks because I can. And I don't want to diminish how hard it is, but it's not like, why not just ollie it or like kickflip it? or Yeah, it's not know. good. It's like, that's impressive that you're able to ollie a bump to bar to manual and not like break your board or something, but yeah, shit's ugly. Oh, uh, you mean just like random... Like manual out of a ledge trick, like a tail slide to fakey, like fakey nose manual or something. Oh, I fucking hate that shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's like exactly. the, some of the worst. It's, it's stuff like that where it's like, or, you know, flip trick over a wall and there's a curb 12 feet over it. So you like switch heel over a wall and then switch manual out. That's just, that's just dumb. Yeah. My, my thing with those is like, I guess they're okay, but like no one that was really good ever really did those. You know what I mean? Like you never saw Mike Carroll do like a, a backside tail slide to manual out or something. Like never seen Guy do one. Never seen Costin do one. You well, know. The other day, Quarter Snacks tweeted about how like thirty percent of all clips right now are like a backside tail slide to fakey manual, and then yeah. off a, off a ledge. And it's like, okay, cool. That was a dork trick in Mouse when Costin did like the backside tail to nose wheelie. Like that was full clown mode from Costin and now it's a legitimate trick that under certain circumstances I don't mind like Yalte did what in Copenhagen I think the spot is Ollie up, back tail fakey manual, fakey flip out 
I mean, oh, it, yeah, it, that one spot. All depends on who's doing this stuff in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you mean like the the thing that quarter stack reference is like when there's like a ledge on top of another ledge, so you do like a backside tail side or whatever to manual, and then like half cab out or something. Pretty much, yeah. To the ground. Oh, yeah, dude. That, that's yeah. That shit is kind of played out. I feel like if you do like a fakie flip out, or like if you do a good trick out of the manual, that's like that can earn you a few extra points, and maybe I won't be uh, hating quite so hard. Because <laughs> that that actually is hard, you know, to hold the manual and like maneuver your feet into the right place and pop yeah. and all that stuff. But like if you're just dropping off or like one eighting out. It's just like whatever. Yeah, the the one guy who does that. In kind of a cool way is that guy Marshall Heath. Oh, uh, is he? He's skate mafia, right? Yeah, 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 yeah skate mafia guy. So from Vermont, I don't know how he, I don't know how he got from Vermont to San Diego, but like, yeah, that that's skate park. Yeah, Sorry, maybe dude. is that is that the park up there? I think so. Yeah, it's like a Cookie, that kid Cookie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that name kind of rings a bell. But anyway, yeah, this kid, this kid Marshall Heath, that's his whole shit. He'll do like whatever, switch kick flip, by side tail slide to manual to flip out or whatever, off of the ledge to the ground, like that kind of shit. In like every skate mafia video, kind of cool. Yeah, if you can continue to make it exciting, that's okay. But if you're just, you know, you bore me with the manual and then like there's not even any payoff, like come on, man, it's not what I'm here for. All right, well, let's see. What's our take on the the long ass fifty fifties on rails? Are they cut or? I'm always impressed to see. Like, I'm just, I enjoy rail skating. So I like to see it. Like, um, in that America video, Emerge, which I thought was a pretty, pretty fun video, there was uh, Brandon Hoban did some pretty wild long 50 50s. And I, I'm here for that. Oh, yeah. Is that, is that kid on Toy Machine? He is, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this late uh, on an earlier pile. Like, yeah, Ed just keeps finding these handrail kids. I think I'd like the I, I like the long fifty fifty. It's kind of an art, but some are more boring than others. Or just like art, more. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it just goes back to the you know long slide, whatever the thing I said at the top of the topic. Like it's ultra subjective, and I mean, shoot, I know there's people that freak out about like the it's not the pinch, the splay truck. What what, what is that term? Where you like one like like you're on like a toe toe wheel and then a heel wheel locked into the grind. Oh yeah, the pinch, the fifty fifty pinch. It, it is a pinch. Okay, yeah. I mean, people freak out about that stuff. I think that looks cool. That looks cool. Probably maybe one of the coolest is like if you can do it. Do people even do like a? It's like a grind on a rail, but it's like doing it on a quarter pipe where it's like edged up on the heel side wheels. Yeah, totally. You can do that. I don't know. I mean, it's all just weird variations. I, I like a good 50-50 if, if it's good. <laughs> yeah, at, at, at this point, like for me, you have to be like on the edge of like really hurting yourself. Like on the edge of <laughs> like on, this to be interesting for a long time to be interesting. You have to be like on the edge of like human capabilities on a skateboard. Like one of those toy machine kids, like he does some long ass rail. He's going so fast. And like the rail is the sound of his trucks on the rail is like so loud. It was like crazy. I th- I, I'm thinking now of the Jack O'Grady Thrasher cover, the backside 50 50 gap 50 50. Like that's about oh, as yeah, good that, as it, yeah, good as it that, gets. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that type of shit. That's kind of innovative or, you know, pushing the limits. Super I mean, I, I would say range. that's like a whole different thing. That's not a long 50 50. That's two 50 50s. 
Yeah, it's not even particularly long by any means. Like it's just nutty. One thing I want to get in there before before we sign off on this one. Long coming from straight on backside nose grinds. I am now terrified of that trick, but at, at one point I was able to do it and I missed that in terms of like a long, you know, being able to do a grind long. Like that was super fun. Yeah, yeah I think I, that's probably the the trick I could hold the longest. Either a long like yeah. straight on back nose grind or a crooked grind. I never was good at those. Like I I always have to like trick my mind into coming from the side. Mm-hmm. You know, and like whenever I tried like whenever I was like, all right, I'm gonna try straight on back nose right now, I'd always like hit my heel and like play forward or whatever. I think on the I don't think I was on the podcast, but it was like talking about injuries. Didn't you get broke off on one of those, Jason? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, that was that was like from the side, but yeah, backside nose grind stood uh, out. That was all she wrote. Yeah, I had a I had a driveway box that like I had like a shoot. I had a ten foot long, like nine inch tall box, and we took that apart, made it into a five foot long. Like God, were we so gung ho that we made it like eighteen inches tall, sixteen <laughs> inches tall? But like I was skating that, and yeah, I tried to straight on backside nose grind that wheels on top, body on top of the box, and then side of my head to the asphalt like i kept doing it a little bit we used to skate this um it was like a softball park like it was a park and it just had softball fields but they had these plastic benches you could move around and so it'd be like we learned how to do straight on backside nose grinds on those and it's like oh shit i want to put two together and i got two and then my buddy elijah collard twin cities south minneapolis skateboard legend he did three of these benches, so it must have been an 18-foot backside nose grind from straight on. Sick. It was good. Like, they were... Uh... You know those benches? You can grind them, but you can't slide them because the legs come out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They're, like, in front of every police station in America. Yeah, like recycled plastic. Yep, yep. There was just... There was, like, Van Volkenberg Park in maybe... It might be in Hopkins, Minnesota. There was, like... Yeah, just 20 of those benches, and we'd go in there, and we, we got wacky with the benches. We were little day ones, man, let me tell you. That shit's fun. What about uh, Paisley Park? You ever skate there? You know, benches it, out front there? I don't know if there's anything to skate. The funny thing about Paisley Park is, like, it's out in the western Minneapolis suburbs, and it's just off a county highway, and, you know, it's out by Lake Minnetonka for sure. It's out in nice. those, that neck of the woods. And like my uh, my father in law lives out there, and so sometimes we take the alternate way home, and it's like, yep, yep, there's there's Prince's house, like seriously fronting this county highway. Gnarly shit! I'd be stoked to see that. Hell yeah! Which brings us to the end of our show, where we talk about what we're stoked on. Jason, what are you stoked on this week? All right, stoked on venture trucks out of San Francisco, California. Along those lines, um, Frenchman by the name of Leo Cholet came out with a new part for Venture. It's super sick. Some good Euro spot porn in there. Not super ledge techie, like a lot of like Cuddy Street Pots, Cuddy Street Spots or whatever. And he skates a lot in quarter zip fleeces, which is always sick. So definitely check that out if you're into <laughs> the Euro type shit. Also stoked on an Andrew Reynolds interview that I kind of randomly came across in Rolling Stone from 2016. It's pretty sick if you're doing his whole narrative or whatever of like, you know, piling out, recovery, that type of shit. So that was some cool shit that I missed the first time around that I was pretty stoked on. Uh, Mike, what are you stoked on this week? 
I'm stoked on uh, Sam McGuire getting shouted out in the Nora V people I've known thing on the Thrasher website. Um, I used to live with Sam. He is, yeah, I think Nora calls him her guardian angel. He's a good dude. So just, I don't know, it's like to see a buddy brought up there. Um, I bought this week tickets for the Timberwolves playing game very likely against the los angeles clippers oh shit wait hold up yeah. what's what are their standings let me i'm looking at my phone real quick nba they are, are they like in the eighth or they must be like seven through ten if they're gunning for the playoff spot i mean playing game or whatever they are they are the solid seventh i think they're um 43 and 34 as of this recording yeah, yeah, hopefully yeah. hopefully they beat denver tomorrow night or whenever that is but um no they're gonna they're they're very much gonna be i hope maybe that they don't have to do the playing game but they're probably gonna do the playing game because they'll stay in the seventh seed but um just stoked on that because god they've been terrible for so long and they're actually pretty fun and good this year good for them yeah good season good season all around for the hey man i've brought them up before and uh yeah hopefully we get get to go uh beat la because that's looking like the way it's gonna be also stoked on Familia Skateboards, not Familia Skate Shop. It's um, Steve Nesser and Todd Bradtrude kind of doing an extension of the shop boards they've been doing. I think it's kind of a push into the brand. I've got the, I've, I've linked for Templeton, the Instagram page. I mean, it's seriously some of the coolest graphics, I think, that are out there and they're making good stuff. And finally, I should have a cool one coming out this week on quartersnacks.com. Let's go. Been uh, transcribing my ass off this week. I hate transcribing, but uh, got some good interviews about a topic that is near and dear to this podcast's heart. So uh, hoping it comes out. I I have to file it tomorrow. So uh, so I'll do my part. Templeton, what are you stoked on? Well, damn, I'm now I'm stoked on uh, this upcoming Mike Munzenreiter for Quarter Snacks piece. Uh, But before that. I was stoked on the yard sale that I had last weekend. Ended up getting rid of a bunch of stuff and uh, recouped a little bit of money. Uh, but the best part about it was just hanging out and talking to a bunch of people. I don't I don't get out much. Don't talk to a lot of people other than the people I make this podcast with. So it was nice to just like hang out with neighbors and have conversations with random people. And yeah, it was a good time. So stoked on the oh, yard yeah. sale. And that's it for our show this week. Be sure to check out MostlySkateboarding.net for links to the things that we talked about and other show notes. Until next time, you can keep up with us all week online. Mike, where can the people find you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram with the same handle on each, at mmunzenrider. Jason, where are you? On the Twitter, at Carbonite1994. On the Instagram, at FrozenCarbonite. And I as well write stuff for Quartersnacks.com. Dumpling, where can the people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Mostly Skateboarding, on Twitter at Mostly Skate, and uh, TikTok, I guess, at Templeton <laughs> Elliot. Two L's, two T's. Uh, that's it for our show this week. Uh, I already said that. Uh, yeah, well, see you guys next week. Later. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Lawman is putting into my running and I'm so far from my home. Oh mama, I can hear you are crying, you're so 
scared and all alone Hangman is coming down from the gallows And I don't have very long